Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall, fancy seeing you here with these same lovely backdrops. You know, we didn't talk about this last time, did we? No, we did not. What's behind you? Well, this is Nashville's own Parthenon. They have a full-size replica. Nashville, uh, like... Nashville, Tennessee. The state. Well, yes. The Commonwealth or whatever, yeah. Whatever, Whatever they are, I'm not sure. So the Parthenon has been relocated... Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, they, well, they they built it for the uh, the World's Fair, you know, uh, a century plus ago. I, I can't remember how long. It was, it, yeah, longer than a century. I can't remember when it was. But anyway, they rebuilt, they, they did a full-size replica, and they've since replaced it with stone and everything. And it has, you know, statues of the goddess Athena on the inside. It just, it's, uh, it frankly, is gorgeous. It's just a awe-inspiring uh, piece of architecture. And you can just wander around inside like you're a you know, Greek citizen back in the BC era. It's it's fascinating, but it just seemed apropos given our topic. The, uh, yeah, I'm picturing you wandering around in a toga, reading <laughs> a, your copy of the Republic, <laughs> yes, and, and gathering crowds around so that you know you can have these conversations, these dialectics. Oh yeah, uh, that's, yes. But by, by the way, first uh, first Latin word that my kid was able to memorize on the flashcards was toga. Toga. What's a toga? It's a toga. That's right. In our first lesson. <laughs> Got that down, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my daughter. I remember when she she couldn't uh, she couldn't tell me the the Spanish word for enchilada. <laughs> Seemed like an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, all right. So universal leadership characteristics number two. Number two. So we're we're talking about. Uh, Plato uh, has, has in the Republic, uh, Socrates list out these characteristics that um, a, a person is going to have to have if they're going to run this fictitious Republic that they've created. And the Republic is really a metaphor for the, for the human, the, the head, the heart, and the gut all pointed in the same direction, being led by the head. Well, what does that head have to have as characteristics to, to make it a good philosopher king to run this thing? So Last time we talked about, um, he has three characteristics that are about being, quote unquote, good and solid, you know, just good and solid. And the first is a high degree of reliability. Today is a high degree of courage. Courage is number two. Yeah. Man, that's, uh, yeah, when you think courage, uh, to me, uh, you know, the first thing that pops in my head is uh, Medal of Honor winners. Oh, that's you know, not like, what I thought you were going to say. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going with cowardly lion. That's yeah. what I thought you were going to say. But I thought, I, yeah, I'd go a little more, uh, you know, a little more cerebral with, yeah, the, the the Medal of Honor winner, the guy who stands up with the machine gun and, and saves his entire unit and right. runs out under, you know, while being shot full of holes, pulls all his guys to safety. And, yeah. you know, and I thought, as a leader, I'm not sure I'm that guy. Right. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a that is an incredibly high bar. So, so when we think about courage in a day to day leadership standpoint, what what comes to your mind? Well, you know me, I'm I'm a big fan of figuring out the root of these words we use, the roots of these words, and uh, courage. Uh, you can think of the the French core and Latin core, and it means heart. 
So uh, I know Brene Brown has uh, uh, written about this extensively, that courage is about uh, sort of showing your whole heart. Um, and and I, I like that view because it's sort of, it, it's a way of saying this isn't about, you know, courage is not fearlessness. It's, it's not that I'm not afraid or uncomfortable or, you know, um, uneasy, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to stick my neck out there and, and do it anyway and kind of, kind of, you know, open up the kimono and, and uh, show, uh, show myself in this moment as a leader. Um, so right. that's what I think of as heart. I don't know if that resonates with you. It does. I think, you know, you, you hear people talk about, you know, courage is not the absence of fear. It's the ability to take action with the presence of fear. Yeah. And despite so, the fear. Yeah. 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 Despite the fear, we're still going to do something. Yeah. And so when I, when I thought about this one, right, I thought about uh, you have to have courage with your people. You have yeah. to have courage with your process. You have to have courage with your strategies. Uh, right. right. There's everything you do right? There's a certain element of the unknown. Are you willing to, to wade into that and, and bring your team with you? 100%. And of course, um, that probably means that you're not always going to know the answer. And sometimes you're going to think you know the answer and you're going to be wrong. And you still show up with your whole heart and say, well, here I am. I'm, you know, let, let's, let's try to figure this out together. Or uh, maybe even admitting to some mistakes, God forbid, um, it, it's, it's going to, it's going to take more than just, um, you know, mm, I'm uncomfortable and I'm, I'm going to take charge. It's, it's going to be vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Well, and I am, uh, and I think most people are, according to the research, they're drawn to people who can admit that there is a degree of uncertainty in what we're about to do, Absolutely. Uh, but it does not diminish my enthusiasm for doing it. <laughs> so, right. so right. So yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. If it was a hundred percent sure thing, there would be zero courage required. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. But because there is uncertainty, I have to, you know, I have to have the, you know, faith in my team, faith in the strategy that I will go do this. Well, that that authenticity that you mentioned, you know, um, we had the pleasure of hearing uh, Dr. Donna Hicks speak about uh, dignity. Mm -hmm. uh, Ford Motor Company brought her in uh, for a project we were a part of, and uh, it, was, it was a really uh, intriguing uh, session that we had with her, a morning that we spent with her. And it really boiled down to, um, you know, she, she was talking about babies. You know, nobody, um, nobody thinks that a baby is worthless. You know, that's what dignity is, right? Dignity is thinking somebody's worth something, you know, thinking that they count, that they matter. Well, everybody thinks a baby's worth something and they can't do anything, right? That's because they're vulnerable. And, and her quote was, uh, vulnerability is where the truth lies. Mm -hmm. And so really, we're talking about authenticity. We're talking about honesty and, and uh, showing your real you. And it's just attractive when you do that. As a leader, it's just attractive when you are able to go there and not, not put the mask on or, or uh, you know, you know, cover up your, uh, your insecurities with false security. Um, you know, we, we talk about the imposter syndrome. This is the opposite of the imposter syndrome. This is just showing up with who you really are and right. people love it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Because we all, we, we can relate to it because we all, we all have uncertainties and <laughs> right. doubts. It's like, okay. Right. Yeah. He's just like me only he's in charge. Let's go see what we can get done. Right. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Well, and I think the thing that, that it seems like here lately, I've run into a whole bunch of 
circumstances where there was where courage was lacking. And so and so it, you run into a situation where you've got a, a toxic team member, somebody on your team that's literally, you know, they, they, they don't fit your culture, they're, they're upsetting customers, the team members in some cases are leaving, good team members are leaving. Yep. And the, the leader has to have the courage to face that person. And, yeah. and the courage to have the, the breakthrough, the hard conversation uh, with that person and, and the courage, if necessary, to to remove that person from the organization and, and, and let, you know, set them free so they can go find a place where they do fit in. There's a place for them. It's just right. not here. And what happens is that the other team members all get together and go, first of all, does he not, he or she, do they not see it? Right. And if they do see it, why haven't they acted? Yeah. Do they not care? Yeah. Do they not care about us? Do they not care about good people leaving? Do they not care that the customers are not, you know, being fully taken care of? Yeah. And so, and there may be, and sometimes we find there are really good reasons why this hasn't been addressed. And then sometimes we find it's just, yeah, yeah the, the, the courage is lacking. And then it's it's having a devastating effect on on everything surrounding it. Well, it, and again, Plato's Republic. You know, if if you think of his Republic with this, you know, the rabble down below that have all these appetites, the you know, the they're 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 uh, they're attracted to pleasure and they're fleeing from pain, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what the gut is doing. But the head and the heart sees, you know, if if they're if they're on track, they they see beyond that and are willing to go go through pain, uh, avoid short-term pleasure for the sake of the, the end goal that's the better thing, the truth that they're trying to get to, the good that they're trying to get to. And I see a lot of leaders doing that. I once asked a, 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 an owner of a, of a large business, I said, you know, you, you keep fussing about so-and-so, why have you not dealt with it? And he looked out the window and he just kind of stared for a while and, and then he goes, Mark, it just kind of changes you when you see a grown man cry. And that was the answer. He, this, this, this individual who was a problem employee had cried on him. He didn't want to have to deal with it. And so he backed off of any pressure that he gave the guy. And um, well, let's put it this way, that it's not in business anymore, right? So short term, we could have dealt with that employee and frankly helped that employee. It wasn't a good fit. And, and he could have gone elsewhere and been much happier. But instead, we let that continue, and and it helped run the run the thing aground. Oh yeah, Gary. Yeah, it's just it's just frightening. Yeah, and and we see this a lot, and and we know it's hard. Uh, it but is it, hard. But it's it's the courage that your people are looking for from you. Yeah, and, and sometimes it's it's demonstrated. You're right. I, I see it just the opposite, where where the team member comes in and this customer is just mad or not get out right. They're fuming. And, and the leader says, let's get him on the phone, bring him into my office, right? There's no hesitation. It's, it's, yep. let's, let's run towards this problem. Yes. And then the team is like, that's what I, you know, I, 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 I need that. looking for help. And, and instead of going, well, keep trying to deal with it <laughs> right. and maybe we'll get to it next week. But, and you isn't know? that sales? I mean, you know, a, a, a sales situation, you're looking for the objection, right? You right. Know, I, I need to know what is getting in the way of you doing business with us. 
And I'm excited when I find that. So I'm yeah, not afraid yeah, you, of a no. Yeah, I'm you lead into it. You're like, finally, we know what's yeah. really going on. We right. can find a way to, to, to make this work. Um, so yeah, the, the courage just to run towards an issue, uh, yeah. you know, is, is an incredible, uh, in this case, universal leadership quality. There you go. I think we're done. I mean, this is all we need to talk about. Just run towards problems and life is better. <laughs> I think Socrates would be very proud of us. <laughs> Let's see if our announcer is just as proud as of us. <laughs> and that's a wrap. The musings of Mark and Mike. No rights reserved, etc. Feel free to share and discuss what you heard today. Even claim the ideas as your own. <laughs> Who'd want to do that? See you next time on It Doesn't Take a Genius. Thanks. That's good enough.